Hello and welcome to the Eurocast podcast presented by Noah Podcast with me, Sam Smart. And me, Noah Smith. We decided to take a break last week because it was international and there wasn't really a lot to talk about with the international stuff. No, there wasn't too much going on. I think it was before the World Cup draw. Yes. Which has now been done. So we will, I think, start off with that because I know it's not technically strictly European, but I mean, it's it's a lot of European teams in there and it affects a lot of Europe stuff. And it's fun to talk about. So, I mean, this World Cup is different because it's happening in the, the winter and yeah. uh, that causes some complications. So there'll be a massive break in uh, some league, in the league of football in the winter for all leagues. So that'll be interesting to see how teams cope with that. Mm. Um, also, I suppose Qatar is an interesting thing because uh, there is a lot of ethical questions it poses. Uh, yeah. For obvious reasons. I think, I think that's putting it politely, to be honest. Uh, given all the working conditions aren't the best for the stadium, uh, for all the stadiums that have been built. However, we can still enjoy the football and we can still get hyped about the World Cup, which I am. Yeah. Um, and I hope you are as well. So, uh, we got the, yeah, the draws were announced, I think, the other day. I was literally on the, my way back from university where it came on the radio. Yeah, same. Uh, I got oh, to hear it was all so of, annoying. I got to hear all of this like live. Um, I didn't know. I was, I, I, I was in the ad- car back with my mum and I couldn't listen to the draw. I had to wait until I got back. So my, my my dad just we just had it on back like we just turned the radio on and it was the thing that was on I was, it was just pure luck oh, that I managed to find it at the same time lucky so I managed to I got I heard all of it at the, at, at the same time so when I saw um, group B I was like <laughs> okay let's go group B is um, let's just say I'm very excited for the World Cup that is my favourite group that England have ever been in I'm excited as well because I would love to face England <laughs> <laughs> But yes, uh, let's talk about the groups. Um, and we're going to probably talk about some, maybe some early predictions, I guess. Uh, it's very, very early. So we'll probably do a few more predictions before then. Uh, but yeah, Group A. What do you, uh, let's announce what Group A was. It was Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. I think um, at first glance, like, you think, oh, wow, this group's rubbish. But like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's very evenly matched. You've got the Netherlands who have. Um, disappointed in recent t- tournaments uh, either by not qualifying or qualifying and not doing particularly well um, however Van Gaal is back um, you know despite best the of, uh, best of luck with his uh, yeah, yeah best of luck with his cancer diagnosis as well that's is, horrible you get one soon because you know man's a brilliant manager um, but uh, he's won a lot of stuff but uh, yeah he's back in the Netherlands and hopefully hopefully still at the World Cup um, still managing anyway uh, but yeah, is it, is it that they're an interesting team because they've got a lot to prove, really? Um, yeah, but I, got, I don't know. I feel like mm. they got a decent team, it's not obviously of the heights of the previous teams, of course, but they have players in there who can do it, you know, can uh, play well and show themselves to be a good player. So, interesting. Uh, Senegal's in there as well, and Senegal have had a very, very good uh, recent uh run. Obviously, the African champions. Uh, Best team in Africa, which I managed, think is to, managed to squeeze through again in the World Cup playoffs against Egypt on penalties, mm-hmm. despite the uh, whole laser incident. With but despite the penalties. playoffs, I still think Senegal. Are, well, on paper, they're one of the best African sides. Uh, I said they're probably the, the best African. Probably, side. yeah. But their team is pretty stacked, and yeah. in, in this group is pretty. It's drawn pretty favorably for them. They could definitely get a result off the Netherlands. I feel. As well, I think uh, I think they will. A chance. I genuinely I would, think they will. I think they'll they will. Yeah, at least a draw. 
You have Ecuador as well. Ecuador uh, did particularly well in the later stages to get into this uh, uh, qualifying, to get into this group. Uh, however, I don't know how that's going to, you know, translate into the actual group form. So they were so good in South American qualifying. They could be good. Like if you look at their team, form. there's like there's not a lot there. Like, no, which makes you've got like Estupinian at left back. Uh, who they there's someone at centre back, don't they? Uh, is it Hinkupa Hink the Leverkusen? I don't know how you say his name, but they've got a Leverkusen centre back. Uh, so yeah, I mean they've got a couple of players there, but they've got some players. But it will be interesting to see how they stack up against Senegal and Netherlands and Qatar for that matter as well, who are you know obviously in here because they host the World Cup. Um, they have uh, built up the international side. Um, since this was announced, really, in, in well, since they got, I think, well, what, what, was it 2008? I think they got chosen mm. uh, under dubious circumstances, I might add. But yeah, because <laughs> you're getting drawn with Russia at the same time, it's not a good look. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Qatar's been certainly building a national team. They got some um, some good players in there. I say good. They've got some decent players in there. Like they have, they're not like completely, um, despite their lack of international experience, they're not completely awful. I think they uh, so all come from the Qatar League, right? Which I'm not yes. particularly familiar with. Uh, a lot of players are, well, I wouldn't say Qatar natives, but they have a lot of players who've been in the Qatar League for a little while now and therefore can qualify for Qatar, which is which helps them, I guess, the Qatar national team. So they've got a few players in there. Uh we're well, interested to see where they go. They might they might get a result of, of one of these two one of these teams, given it's in Qatar. Um, I could definitely see that happening. I could see Qatar get I don't think Qatar will get nil zero points. I don't think they'll get no. I could, I could see them grabbing a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Senegal is the one to watch, actually. If, you know, they have a lot to prove um, after the AFCON in the World Cup. So I could see them doing something in this group. I actually, they actually could top this. There was a very good chance they top this group. It's true. I think, I think the same could be said with Ecuador, to be honest. Like, oh, considering how well they did no, in South not, America. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're better than the Netherlands, I'll be honest. Well, yeah, Netherlands no, but I feel like. Just looking, like, I haven't watched Ecuador, but, like, they've got results. I think, did they draw against Brazil in qualifying, I think? I'd say that, but Brazil aren't particularly, Brazil can be a bit shaky qualifying a lot of the time, and they still pull out the bag. Brazil dominated the qualifying in South America, I think. Yeah, never mind. Oops. (laughs) I think think they beat, they were top of the group. Yeah, fair enough. So, either way, we could see Ecuador upset uh, a team. But yeah, group A, interesting group, interesting group. Group B, however, that's a, this that's is a all, mental group. I um, love this group so much. For context, uh, Sam, England's boar, me, Wales supporter. This could <laughs> this could be very interesting if Wales can get through the, the European playoffs. Um, yeah. and, and even if Scotland gets through, that's also very interesting. So even group, Ukraine, like any, yeah, any. Even Ukraine. Ukraine have got a good side. But in Group B, you've got England, um, Iran, the United States of America, and one of either Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine. Uh, depending how that playoff goes. Uh, I think in June, Scotland will host Ukraine. And if uh, whoever wins that game will go to uh, Cardiff to face Wales in the final. Um, I'm, well, I'm just, I, it's a bit, bit of it's blind hope. A bit of it's also kind of like, because it's in Wales. And a lot of these, these three teams are fairly evenly matched in the playoffs, I'd say. Yeah. Ukraine probably have the better team, but because it's not in the, in the UK, Scotland and Wales both have like some sort of advantage going in. I think Wales are definitely favourites to get through here. Uh, but if Wales do get through, uh, it'll be a very interesting group. Uh, Wales' the second World Cup, I believe. No? Yeah, no, it is their first World Cup, actually, since... Uh, no, it is their first World Cup. I figured the Euros. It's their first World Cup, I think, since 1958. I think. Uh, so, <laughs> a long, long time. Uh, in that World Cup, actually, I, would, I will add, uh, they were they, they only got uh, animated in the... I think it's either the quarters or the semi-finals, and it was by uh, Brazil. 
and the only guy to score for Brazil was Pele. So okay, it took okay. it, it took Pele to take him out. And I will actually twenty sixteen. The only team that knocked us out was uh, in the semi-finals, Portugal, and it was Ronaldo. So, yeah, yeah. Wales are massive. Ignore the 4-0 to Denmark. Ignore that. Uh, I say, yeah. That... <laughs> I remember watching that Denmark game and I was absolutely loving it. <laughs> I, mm, better times maybe had. Um, England, uh, this, honestly, given uh, where where all the other teams are, you know, in, in regards to their development, and, you know, this could be it. This might be England's best chance, I think. Yeah. It could be England's best chance at World Cup, but given you know the group and given where every other team is compared to where they could be, I'd say. I think, like, yeah, Spain, I think like Spain's developing, chance. Brazil's developing, Germany's kind of falling off. They're trying to rebuild. Portugal, Portugal's probably one of the other sides that could do something big, and even then, they're still I don't getting past know it. about that. I, I think Portugal it. are overrated. France, uh, they still always have it in them, but there is a there is a weird feeling with me where I feel like they are starting to. Not not that because of the quality, but because of the, you've had the Asia shop for so long, they're starting to drop off a bit. This could be a genuinely real chance for England to. Do Argentina, something. I think, are deadly as well. I think Argentina have a real chance, but we'll, we'll talk about them in a minute, I guess. Yes, but England, um, Iran, uh, they are a fairly decent outfit. I think they're the um, only Middle Eastern side to come out of Asian qualifying. Um, so, which is quite impressive for them. It's Saudi Arabia. Well. I don't think they came out of Asian. I don't know what I, I might have got a stat wrong here. I think I rather the, they might be the first one to come out. I don't know. They did something basically. I think, I think in their qualifying group is like Iran and South Korea, and they both they, uh-huh. they both just went like fifteen points clear within like two games. But Iran <laughs> on a bad outfit, right? Like they're not they're not bad at all. Uh, however, you probably would say they're the weakest. Male. Well, I don't know actually. The USA haven't had the best record internationally. Yeah, I mean. Iran are like a good compact team. They may, they're hard to beat, but I don't know. I feel like England especially should be able to beat them pretty easily. Uh, you would think. I feel like I'm, I feel like Iran might, might be like a Tunisia kind of a deal with England, where it's like yeah. a, it takes a late. Um, I think I reckon that game will be tough for England. But to be fair, in that in that Tunisia game in 2018, we should have won by much more because we should have had about ten penalties. Yeah, but you didn't know, did you? So, you know, it's what it I know we didn't, and it was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the USA, who um, they've been like massive underachievers for a lot of their time in international competition, um, they're desperate to do something. Um, there's a chance here for them to upset a team, but they haven't had the best of times in North America qualifying where Canada have absolutely blown them out of the water. Um, so, uh, so it's look, not looking great for USA, I would say. I feel like they'll be, they'll be up for this World Cup, though. Like, as much as like American fans get a bit of stick <laughs> for being not exactly the most sort of passionate, if you will, but mm. I, don't know, I feel like USA will be up for this and they should get three points against Iran and they'll probably lose to England. I think that game against either Wales or Scotland or Ukraine, that's mm. what it will come down to. And I think well, uh, USA has the, the ability to beat any of those teams. Mm, interesting. I think they do, although I feel like the way some of these teams set up, they... Should be able to see off USA. Uh, Wales have this weird thing. I don't know why they're just in national tournaments. They just seem to play play, play better than they should do. I just noticed in every tournament they just be, they'd be playing better than they should do. Really, yeah. Um, they find that Wales have a weird knack to be able to do well in international in, in tournaments so far. Uh, Scotland are interesting. Uh, they actually were quite. They weren't too bad in the Euros. However, they see, they seem to be more unlucky than anything. Um, in terms of you know, um, then even though they got knocked on the group stage, they were still not a bad outfit. However, um, they do play Scott McTominay in centre-back, and I don't think I can allow that. <laughs> um, 
that thing is with Scotland, they've got too fine. many good players in the same position. They do. Like, they've, got, like, they've got like three really good left backs. And it's just so... It's a, it's a weird situation in Scotland. Um, and also they're trying to allow Che Adams to score goals. And I don't know how much I would like that tactic. I just, it just frustrates me. Seeing yeah. Che Adams up front for both <laughs> teams. Uh, Ukraine have got actually a decent side. Because uh, I mean, they have some really good talents in, in certain places, such as people like uh, Yarmolenko. Uh, well, there's two Yarmolenkos actually. So uh, there's this Benfica strike who's quite good. There's also Yarmolenko, Yarmolenko, who's a bit of a I bit thought washed. that was Yeremchuk, the Benfica strike. It might, it might be Yeremchuk actually. Sorry, you might be right. Yeremchuk. Uh, there's the uh, stat cam from Atlanta. I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, you know the one. Yes, he's a very good talent as well. Um, so there's a really good player. Obviously, like Zinchenko as well. It is also depending on whether they can make it to that um, that what that that um, playoff as well. Here, I'm hoping they do. I'm hoping everything's fine with that. Um, but they're also uh, they shouldn't be discarded, even though they they will be playing both their games in the British Isles if they get through past Scotland. Uh, but I I feel like that'd be Wales getting through. And if Wales do get through to the to the um, group stage, I I'd back up to get second. Really, I, they could definitely pull out results if they need to be. They they have just I don't know what is about the team, but especially with the way they played, their, their counter attacking play is very like very effective. Given they got people like Dan James on the wing, they got Gareth Bale's talent. Obviously, if they need him, need to get pulled out of a situation. Got Aaron Ramsey's a good player to have. He always will provide something uh, if you need him to. Uh, I mean, even at front, I mean, having someone like Daniel James crossing into Kiefer Moore is very helpful. Uh, given how you know big and strong Kiefer Moore is as a target man, it's it, they're set up pretty well for this. So. It's gonna be interesting though, Group B. Um, there's a lot of yeah, you know, a lot of rivalries for USA, England, and Wales, and Iran. So, I think as an England fan, I'm always scared playing against a home nation. Mm. I don't know that they're, they're always so up for it, and it's, like, ex- it's exciting for me because like, it's the oh. first time since what Euro 2016, really, in an actual cup. That was mental as well. That game. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting. I'm sure the whole nation will be watching. So. Uh, yeah, even if Scotland get through, I mean, they're, they're going to be a tough cookie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they couldn't score past them in the Euros, so... No, I suppose not. So you, there is that. You have got that going for you. Best Scotland team in probably ever, to be honest. Actually, maybe not ever, but... No, certainly the best, the best Scotland years uh, team in a few decades. Yeah, I you could probably say that. Right, Group C. Um, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico and Poland. Very interesting group, actually. Yes. I think... Argentina, obviously favourites, but I'm going to discard Saudi Arabia here. No offence if there's any Saudi Arabia fans, but they are just awful in international tournaments. But Mexico, <laughs> Mexico and Poland are both fighting yeah. for that second place. They both could get it, realistically. Um, I Both of them seem to be, in recent in recent years, both teams have been fairly disappointing in, in tournaments. Maybe Mexico has, has a stronger, but Poland especially. I don't think Poland, Poland really should be doing a bit better. I feel, I feel like Mexico sort of turn up at international tour. I feel like. They do, maybe. I think maybe it's just qualifying or something. But I would like, I mean, Mexico, if they, if they you know, uh, stay focused, I think Mexico could get the second, really. They are probably, yeah. the, I probably say they're better than Poland, just about. They, they, were, they were pretty poor by their standards in qualifying Mexico. That's, what that's I was the saying, only thing. Which is a bit uh, worrying. Yeah, holding I would, them back I, a bit. I'd back Mexico getting second. Just because Poland don't seem Poland, despite having the talent they do, they don't seem to ever be able to use it properly. I don't know what it's just something it never seems to click at, at, at Poland. Mm. Um, such a, that's such an intriguing matchup, though. It like is Mexico in Poland. That'll be a very important like, game, and one I'll yeah. That, that is one that I'm definitely going to watch as long as there's not an England game at the same time because I I really want to see. Uh, there's no games at the same time; they're all just like two hour intervals. Are they? I want to point good. out as well all the group games. They're basically 
what essentially how they work now is um, it'll be what the first game's at 10 a.m., the next one's at 12, the next one's at 2, the next one's at 4. That's how that's, that's so how the, each day is going to be. Which that's is, so a, good. If you really wanted to, you could just spend all day watching all of the groups, just yeah. all day. Um, I mean, I've got we got work and uni to do, but it can all make that. <laughs> I suppose we could always have it on lectures or whatever. So, yeah, <laughs> got to get a, got to get a Sky subscription now, don't I? <laughs> Actually, I it's, it's on like BBC. It's on BBC, it is, isn't it? That's even better. Okay, you know, we are loving life. <laughs> uh, group D, uh, France, um, the international um, playoffs won, which will be uh, one of either Australia, uh, the United Arab, uh, Arab Emirates, and Peru, uh, Denmark, and Tunisia. So, um, again, another pretty interesting group. I think if France and Denmark both don't make it through, they'll be disappointed. Yes, they're both expected to get through. However, Tunisia, ha- well, Tunisia will be wanting to make some sort of upset, obviously. And uh, it depends who comes out of the of, of the playoffs, really. As Australia, who I don't know how much I back. In an they were tournament. pretty bad in qualifying. Uh, the United Arab Emirates, which I don't know anything about, really. So uh, they're in the Middle East, so there is that. They've got that going for them. So yeah. it could be interesting for them. And Peru, who I'd probably back as a favourite in that playoff, yeah, could same. do something. They definitely could. Um, however, I feel France Denmark could probably save bets for this. Um, yeah. They're there again. They will both be disappointed if they don't get through. Uh, group E, we've got Spain. Uh, they play off two, which is one of either Costa Rica or New Zealand, uh, Germany, and Japan. Now, this is poor Japan, man. Yeah. Poor Japan and poor whoever gets through between probably Costa Rica. I'd imagine Maybe Costa New Zealand. Rica. Uh, one I'd thing I will Rica, say, really. I'm just going to go on a slight tangent here. Uh oh. Oceania, Oceania, whatever, should have one automatic spot. I don't get why they don't. That's unfair. I feel yes and no. I would say I would say yes, but also they are a bit of a currently. Oh, yeah, I know they're a bit tin. They, 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 they are frauds, but I, I get what you mean. I mean, it would help the development of uh, Oceania's football if you know if they if they had a uh, you know a guaranteed spot. Like New Zealand, they're the best team in their continent. They've torn the whole continent apart, and now they still have to play Costa Rica to get through. Like it's just yeah, but if they can't be Costa Rica, clearly not good enough. <laughs> get on, I guess <laughs> <laughs> they probably won't be Costa Rica. New Zealand are pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I got I got you mean though. It does seem a bit unfair. Maybe one day though. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Group E that probably uh, actually will happen because Spain. Yeah, they are expanding teams. the World Cup, which yeah, yeah we'll get to that one day. Uh, when that when I get, to, I think that's that the next happens. World Cup. Oh, let's, let's, I'm not gonna worry about it until that time. <laughs> uh, Spain and Germany uh, expected to be the favourites. Uh, Germany, but both teams want to do like really well. I mean, they want not to say want to do. They want to prove themselves. Uh, Spain had a quite good Euros, I'd say, for the most part, considering where their team was. I feel like they um, overachieved at the Euros. Yes, but even then, they probably just, they were they played quite well for, for a lot of it. Hmm. They scored lots of goals. They were quite fun to watch. Um, like, and you know what? They are a team that's growing, and they will definitely get better and better. Uh, but this tournament, I, they've got something to prove it, and they'll be up for it. Germany, uh, they need to do something. It's um, it's a flicks. Um, First World Cup, yeah, it's the first well, post Joachim Low World Cup, I guess. Yeah, um, so it'd be interesting to see what they do. I don't know how they've done in qualifying, so I wouldn't know where their performance levels are at because uh, they're capable of being great, but given the aging squad, um, I mean, I say the aging squad, they're in a transition period because there are some young Germans who will certainly, you know, uh, do bits in the future, people like Florian Verts, potentially Adi Amy, you know, yeah. But I, I don't feel like they're quite there yet. No, they're, not like they're sort of in a transition period. And Japan would have to be looking to cause an upset. They'll be desperate to cause an upset. Yeah, I feel like 
in recent years, Japan haven't been that great at well, uh, international tournaments. No, they've got the, the they've got a decent team. Uh, they've got a few a few players playing around Europe. You got you know it's a few Japanese players playing for Celtic, for example. Uh, they've really um you know embraced that in recent in recent years. Uh, you've got you know people like Daichi Kamada, a great player playing for uh, Leverkusen. Is it Leverkusen? Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, is it Frankfurt? Frankfurt. It is Frankfurt. I knew it's one of the two. Um, so yeah, Japan may have something to prove. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the, like entirely shocked if Japan gets through at the, you know, at the expense of Germany. That could happen. Ooh, it's unlikely. It's unlikely, but it could happen. Um, I feel like Spain and Germany have like they have to. The, the, the gap between them and Japan slash probably Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just too big. Like as well, Costa Rica. I mean, obviously infamous overachievers in World Cup twenty fourteen. That was yeah. Brian Ruiz, man. Like when they got when they get placed in a group of death, which I guess is this is sort this is sort of a group of death. This is a, for them. This is a group of death. Absolutely, you got Spain, Germany, Japan. Three yeah. teams that they should shouldn't really be beating. I feel so. like they can beat Japan pretty easily. I feel like they're really? probably really? on the same level as Japan. Really. No, 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 no. I'm, Japan I'm, aren't that great. They're no, 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 decent, like, Japan. They're a decent outfit. They're a lot better than you think, I think. They're okay. I don't know. I feel like they had a, they had a good run in qualifying, but like at the start, they like they, they either lost or drew to Oman. I know, but they're, I which like they're is get, they embarrassing. Are getting, I feel like Japan are gaining momentum. I do, I do yeah. back them to do well in this tournament. I think, I think they probably will be if they get through. But I'm just saying, like, cost. We've seen it before. Don't count Costa Rica around. I suppose not. There is that. You have got to got to apply the Costa Rica tax. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Group F: uh, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Very interesting. But Belgium would be expected to get through. However, you never know. But Martinez, oh, previous has, finalist Croatia. Like, Martinez finds their way. You can't count out Croatia, but however, Canada is in there, and I want Canada to get through so badly. You can't. I really want them to get through, mm. man. I, I really feel like do. Canada are being overhyped. I think they had a phenomenal um, qualifying, considering it's Canada and given the other team. Yeah, um, they're, they're managed by um, I forgot his name now, but it's, it's just a random bloke for England. Uh, he came over to Canada to coach. He did he did bits of the women's team. They, he he was the manager of uh, when they won the Olympics. The Olympic uh, was it which one? Twenty twenty, I think it was. That was the um, Tokyo one. Well, the Tokyo yeah. it was last year one. He was manager of that team, uh, which I actually watched that game as well. Um, and you know he's gone over to the men's team, and he's done a, fun, a good job as well uh, there so far. With what is a good young team with some good players, people like Jonathan David, people like to, uh, I was going to say to be to be aware, that's not correct. Um, Alfonso Davies, Davies. Uh, Kyle Laren. I mean, a team look at this Canada team. It's got like four good players. They're not incredible. But they and just I feel have like a lot the rest of, of the team is just sort of. But they have a lot of belief and momentum, and that's why I like they have a lot of passion. And this is the World Cup, okay? You need passion in the World Cup. Yeah. They'll be really up for it, but... And Belgium and Croatia are two teams who are arguably on the down. Arguably. Yeah. I mean, Belgium yeah. do have Lukaku up front. <laughs> Lukaku. <laughs> we haven't discussed Morocco as well, like... I'm, so, I'm sorry, it, it don't have Chamak, man. It doesn't count. <laughs> Not the same <laughs> team. <laughs> Not the same team about Chamak. They also don't have Hakim Ziyech who retired after um, falling out of the manager. Oh really? So they, it's literally just Hakimi and they have to call up. They've got to call up Hachi Mastor or something. Like I, <laughs> man hasn't been seen in, this, in, in European football for like years. But does Medi Benatia still play for them? I, I don't know. Just <laughs> see Benatia and Hachi Mastor. <laughs> get Shabakin as well. You know, just get get, get them all back. Yes. 
Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm thinking about Bel- mm, Belgium and Canada. I think. Ooh, uh, I shouldn't bold. count. Out, I, I should never count up Croatia because you just never do because Croatia find a way. But you know, what? I'm gonna. I think Morocco are gonna make it through. I don't know why. Oh. I don't know how. I just see Morocco making it through this group. You know what? Weirder things have happened. <laughs> group G: uh, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Um, Brazil would be expected to win this, and Brazil have been on decent form. Um, I imagine Fred will score a worldie. That's my bet in this World Cup. He will. He just will, though, won't he? He just will. Because yeah, it's, no, it's, it's going to be the old Fred, the one that played in 2014. No, he's Stryker. not going to be in the team, is he? <laughs> also, so Brazil, uh, they're decent. I wouldn't say they're quite the team of old. I say of old. I feel like um, there is some something still missing in that Brazil side, um, but. This could, this group should, could be a good start for them. They've got uh, a new generation of players coming through. Serbia, who have uh, well, they got Vlahovic, didn't they? So it's enough what he said. Yeah, and, people, <laughs> and they've also got uh, Tadic, um, people like that. Uh, they, they they can't be counted out at all in this in this group. This, uh, this is a really good Serbia team, actually. It is. It's surprisingly it's a surprisingly good Serbia side. Uh, Switzerland, who always seem to just spawn into the round of sixteen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like whatever happens they're so getting true. through Brazil will probably have to get knocked out by Serbia the Switzerland just going to get through somehow they get they go to the round 60 just get knocked out by like Poland yeah exactly. but they're still going to make it um, and then Cameroon's there uh, they're not really Cameroon of that we're used to <laughs> yeah I, Cameroon I mean hmm. yeah I don't think they've got a chance I don't think Cameroon are going to get through really um so I think well, I'm thinking Brazil and Switzerland, which feels but I feel bad for Vlahovic and that lot, but because this could be Vlahovic's, you know, time to shine in the international stage. I think However, Switzerland just have too much just voodoo. So I just I, they're getting through. Yeah, I think Brazil will top the group, but I think it's basically it's just a coin flip between Serbia and Switzerland. It is really, isn't it? Like they're so evenly matched. Like Serbia have more like they've got more standout players, but I feel like Switzerland has a more like even squad. They do. You know yeah. Swiss, I mean? Switzerland's always have a fairly decent squad and they're never like, it's a fairly decent team. Uh, they, and you've got players in there who you kind of forget they have, like you're like a Babu, for example, like he's a great player and you just forget they have him. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, Shakiri could just turn up, you know. Dennis Sakaria. Yeah, exactly. Like you, the more you, when you look at the team, the more players you know, you, you name, you're like, oh yeah, it's like a Sommer in goal. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe this. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I'll back Switzerland. And Group H, uh, the final group, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. This group's um, actually quite interesting. I feel like I feel like Portugal are pretty certain to go through. You'd like to think so, yes. Um, and I think the second spot, Uruguay were pretty poor for, for a me, lot of that qualifying Uruguay period. Or South Korea. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Korea, Ghana are just abysmal and should just not yeah, even be Ghana, considered. This isn't 2010 Ghana, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you can't really bring back Casemiro Ghana, unfortunately. So, <laughs> um, However, South Korea, um, they do have Son and also some other players, but mainly Son. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what? They could just get through by just, just purely by Son power. Like it, it could just happen where they get second through him, which yeah. doesn't make that much sense because Uruguay have got some good players. But, you know, it's a pretty old Uruguay team now. They've, they've got... Like they're they're play. still playing guys like Suarez and Cavani up front. Suarez they, they've Darwin Nunez though. No. They've got Nunez. I suppose they have Nunez. Um, they do, I mean, Cavani and Suarez are both... They're still decent. They're very decent. And they definitely could do a job if they're you know, motivated to do so. Um, you've got people in the midfield. Like Valverde, he's Uruguayan, isn't he? Valverde? Yeah. 
Yeah. There is a decent Ampy right Benson kid. Kerr as well. He's, uh, uh, Joseph Maria Jimenez. Uh, he's centre back. They don't have Diego Godin. No, I don't, I don't think. think, don't think oh, I, actually, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he still just rocks up for the Euro. Uh, no, imagine Jimenez rocking, <laughs> like seeing Godin, like uh, four year old Godin with no pace. He's going to have a heart attack. Hold on, one, one second, one second. I'm going to professionally search if. Oh, I mean, you uh, have, I've got some good players, and you know if they get through, but I just, I said about that South Korea team. Actually, no, it's not about Son. That's that's a better way of saying it. It's not about Son. You just think they could just get pulled pulled through. I feel like the the South Korea team they're sort of made up of a largely of South Korean league players, and that's a surprisingly decent league. They're not. It's not awful. I have. I don't know. Uruguay do have some actual like international like. Okay. I've just guys. got some fantastic news. Uh oh. Uruguay's last game, a two 0 win against Chile. Oh, good for them. Diego Godin started in defence. Along with Sebastian Quates, Uruguay again fourth. <laughs> uh, they're not, and actually they're, they're going to go and move for the World Cup before it happens. Actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. still stop. Oh, they got Lucas Torreira as well. Oh, yeah, oh and they? they got Ronald Araujo as well. Their defense uh, is actually good. They, you know, they actually might be. They might be fine. Actually, they might be absolutely fine. But Son, though, like all of that, less not as good as Son. <laughs> I don't know. Um, if you Look, expect Uruguay to get through, they'll be disappointed if not. Basically. He, yeah, but South Korea so. could upset, and Ghana, good luck. <laughs> so that's, that's, I think that's the World Cup scoops done. Then uh, sorry for that, it took ages. Um, we're moving on now to the Champions League. Um, yeah, we're, we're recording this yesterday. on. Yeah, we're recording this on Wednesday. So there, was, there were two games yesterday. There are two games tonight. tonight. There will be Villarreal and Bayern and Chelsea Real Madrid. Before we talk about that next episode. Yeah. Although the next episode is also games, so we have to try and but we'll we'll think about it. All right. Yeah, we'll sort that out. But anyway, but, there, were, there were two games yesterday, so I guess we'll just briefly discuss them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Liverpool beat Benfica 3-1 Yes, uh, in Lisbon. It was a generally quite dominant Liverpool performance. Um, yeah. I think. But Benfica had a good spell in the game, which they scored from. Yes. Besides that, Liverpool. Yeah. Yes, Karate, Mani, and Diaz with the goals for Liverpool. Yeah, gen- generally decent performance to Liverpool uh, away at away, uh, uh, Benfica. Um, they're going to go back to Anfield and probably try and hold. I think Benfica will try and like, because it happened to get into as well, Benfica will probably give them a game at uh, mm. Anfield. But you expect Liverpool to get through into the semis. Yeah, Liverpool should pretty comfortably be through now, I think. And the other game, uh, which what, what what was another just pep fucking masterclass. I can't believe it. Right. <laughs> a 1-0 <laughs> win. KDB scored. Um, well, I say pep masterclass. Um, well, the... Madrid just didn't they just never had the ball they just literally just they played as they played a 10 their formation was 10 that and was they it. had zero shots zero on target which is not good yeah I mean it was like the first time that's happened in the Champions League for like 10 years it's just yeah it's, it's, they, the new away goals rule just sort of ruined in 90 it, like. minutes City had said City was possession by like two shots on target like what, what are they doing yeah well, I, I, I'm glad I did not watch that game so I would have probably I would have I should, I probably should put that on if I need to sleep really <laughs> yeah yes. but it's tonight like... yeah tonight Villarreal will beat Bayern obviously and uh, we'll have Chelsea Real Madrid <laughs> come on Villarreal and the yellow submarine well, I guess that is Champions League just briefly do that one I'll try and sort of whiz through the leagues now I guess we will try to yes uh, we're um, going to start off with um, you know, we're just going to start off League Gun because I said so. <laughs> yep, that's fair. We'll I'm just saying the running order. Uh, <laughs> nice won, Rennes won. Uh, yeah, this is a very important clash to decide the top three, uh, which again, uh, so I remind everyone, top three is Champions League in France, not top four. 
Uh, same with Portugal, I think it's like that as well. Uh, Ren dominated a lot of the first half possession. However, Nice cowered like they did well at PSG in that big win against them. Uh, Nice's Andy Delort and Ren's is uh, Bourgeois both had chances for half time. However, Andy Delort will get his goal out in the second half at the 67 minutes, uh, where he licked up with a towel in a clinical counter attack. Uh, Ren's striker Terrier wouldn't allow Delort to come out on top though, as uh, he scored the equalizer as he got onto a Bourgeois free kick to give, se- give him his 17th goal of the season. Um, and to give Ren a point. So yeah, a good game on both sides. Uh, both, 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 yeah, they're both good teams in that European spot. It's a shame there's only three spots because there's like Nice, Rennes and Marseille all deserve a spot really. But obviously PSG's got number one so you have to find yeah. out amongst yourselves. <laughs> um, also, it's nice to see Terry versus Delors who are two really good league strikers. I just like seeing both of them. Mm. Like, and it's Bourgeois as well. I always see him pop up. Bourgeois has been playing really well this season. Uh, so I always see him he's quite a pivotal figure again so it's nice seeing him he's been him, there for a while uh, I think haven't he yeah he's just he's, he, I, I've just seen more and more now you know it's just nice seeing him uh, have a key part there uh, where they're doing so well uh, PSG 5 long at 1 uh, Neymar Mbappe and Messi all scored Mbappe and Neymar both had braces and Mbappe had a hat-trick of, of assists uh, Terra Murphy was the only guy to score against uh, score past I presumed at Donnarumma I didn't check <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I can check now. I'll professionally check. Hold on. Yeah, Mbappe five goal contributions by the way. Yeah, no, that's that's all fine. Yeah, he. I mean, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Really, Mbappe was involved in all five goals. That, like almost yeah, directly. That's ridiculous. It was, He's it was so Donald good. Rundle. He's so good at football. He's so good. <laughs> uh, Marseille beat Setien away four uh, two. Despite Setien leading for nearly all of the first half with Wanga, uh, Dimitri Payet, um, Daying, Harrit, and a Timothy Kolajeciak. Kolajeciak, I think. Yeah, own goal. Gave Marseille the win. Uh, Strasbourg got a 1-0 win over Lens uh, for an Ajourn penalty, which is a big win for them. Uh, Strasbourg on their hunt for the uh, Champions League spots. Uh, Lille and Bordeaux drew 0-0. Uh, Monaco got a 2-1 away win through Ben Yedder and a Bawadu winner. Uh, Lyon Bianchere 3-2 as well, where uh, Moussa Dembele scored a brace and Nusani Tete got his first Lyon goal. Uh, for those who don't know, Tete signed, I think, last week. Uh, he's placed in Shakhtar, Shakhtar Ukraine. It's kind of an emergency kind of transfer type deal. Mm. Uh, that's probably I think that's why he managed to get uh, you know signed up at, uh, and registered so quickly which doesn't normally happen in the middle of the season but good for Tete to get, his, get a goal um, I mean he's a great player to be fair so it's nice to see him um, in Liga uh, doing his stuff uh, PSG are now 12 points ahead uh, Marseille uh, in second are three, clear, uh, three points clear of Rennes in third uh, Strasbourg by the way two points of Champions League which is very very interesting Come on. Come on, Strasbourg. Strasbourg. This has been this has been like a, a, an all time season for them, really. Like they, this is a you know one they'll remember, the fans will remember forever. And I'm hoping that they can cap it off with a Champions League spot. Anyway, but Nice can't really occupy that spot. Uh, Lons will play Nice, whilst Lyon will go to Strasbourg next week. So, uh, which they're two very important games to decide that uh, fourth place. Lons beat Nice and Strasbourg beat Lyon. They were absolute scenes, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, that's Champions. That's a Champions League spot. So, all to play for in terms of the Champions League and Liga. And I guess it is also all to play for in terms of the Champions League. Champions League. Champions, Champions League in the League of Bundes. Oh, As we go on to the Bundesliga, <laughs> where in the race for the Champions League, Leipzig picked up a huge 4-1 win over Dortmund. So yeah, Dortmund suffered a heavy defeat at the Westfalen Stadion. Uh, goals from Christopher and Kunku. Again. again, which yeah, I basically say that every week. Uh, Danny Olmo and a double from Conrad Limer of all people he never scores 
Oh, so, he's, he's always said he, said he, said he hand only at Leipzig. So yeah, good, decent shoot. defensive midfielder, but he never really scores. Got two in this game, though, which is good for him. Yeah, good for uh, him. Dortmund had more possession, more passes, but just toothless in attack. Missed too many chances. Uh, Leipzig obviously took their chances because they scored four goals. You're saying me that Dortmund didn't score with Haaland at front? That doesn't make any sense. I know. It made, it absolutely, I think who was it that scored? It was um, Daniel Marlon who scored in this game. Uh-huh. Not even uh, Haaland. Uh, so yeah, Leipzig go three points clear in the Champions League place. Uh, and are three points off third, whereas Dortmund are six points ahead of third. And that is Leverkusen, who's in third, by the way. Uh, this is an interesting one. Freiburg won Bayern four. Bayern temporarily had 12 players on the pitch because of a substitution error. So basically, Kingsley Coman was meant to come off, but didn't. So yeah, for like oh, a few the seconds. The league is against West. This is Bayern conspiracy. <laughs> 10 years in jail. Get in jail. The entire team. It was like 30 seconds or something Bayern had 12 players and they could actually be deducted three points. But I'm, I'm be, not sure if that is going to happen. That would be quite funny. Yeah. I don't really think it matters though, if they get deducted three points. But in the actual game itself, Leon Goretzka gave Bayern the lead before uh, Nils Pettersson equalised for Freiburg. But then Bayern put the game to bed with three late goals from Serge Gnabry, Kingsley Coman and Marcel Sabitza. Uh, Bayern are nine points clear at the top, which could be cut to six if they were deducted three points. And Freiburg are three points off the Champions League places. Uh, they're three points off Leipzig. I'd like to imagine that um, uh, Marcel Sabitza linked up with Kingsley Coman for the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be funny. I think like Nicholas Sula was also like involved in this. It was, it was all just a big. Mm. I think it was if Jace just came down to Coman didn't come off when he yeah. should have. Uh, <clears throat> down on the bottom of the table, Augsburg picked up a big 3 0 win over Wolfsburg. Well, that's uh, not good for Wolfsburg anyway. I guess, but I feel like they should be fine. Great for Augsburg, though. Yeah. Uh, Iago gave them a lead in the lead in the first minute before two second half goals from Florian Niederlechma and Mads Pettersson hmm. sealed the win. Uh, so this means that Augsburg jump up to 14th, uh, just three points off Wolfsburg, who sit one place above them. So big result uh, for Augsburg there. Uh, elsewhere in the relegation battle, Arminia and Stuttgart played out a 1-1 draw, which could be vital for the relegation battle, uh, considering Hertha lost 2-1 to Leverkusen. I think Hertha are now dropped down into the automatic spot. Uh, there was also another hand summer masterclass. Gladback drew one. You can't keep getting away of this. Honestly, watch the highlights. Gladback was Mainz. good as well, but you can't just shoot on it. Jan Sommer was incredible. He played. He made four world class saves. I have heard he's been playing well. Uh, so he's literally the only thing saving Gladback from being in a relegation battle. Oh, he's got something common to hear then. <laughs> Jan Sommer uh, and De Gea, world's best two goalkeepers confirmed. Indeed. Uh, La Liga uh, now, uh, where Barcelona got a 1-0 win over Sevilla. Uh, Barcelona were dominant throughout the game, however, couldn't break through in the first half. In the second half, however, Pedri found the net with a wonderful goal as he skillfully dummied a bunch of like Sevilla defenders and shot the ball from like, outside the box, got through like a hole in the defence, got into the bottom left corner. It was a great goal. Pedri's great. He's like he's, he's still like 20. He's, he's I can't believe it. <laughs> Man well, was definitely going to be a great player. Uh, for like so he has to go disaster wrong for, him not, for that not to happen uh, and that result also puts Barcelona into second place which is big for them I mean it doesn't really matter that much because they get Champions League either way but it's still great you know it's great for them uh, that Sherry's managed to drag him up to second like that's just fantastic how have they managed to get up to second that's actually incredible uh, Real Madrid 2 uh, Celta Vigan 0 uh, Madrid got the win via two penalties of Benzema 
However, Real Madrid were fined after the game because they didn't show up during the post-match press conference. Uh, the reason it could have been is probably because I just thought he had a positive COVID test. But like, wouldn't you just bring the assistant manager in for the press conference then? It's a bit weird. I don't mm. know why they just decided to leave. I guess they were, they were in the league, though. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> bit, weird, bit weird, though. A bit random. Let's <laughs> um, Madrid got a 4-1 win over Alaves. Uh, Felix uh, scored the only goal of the first half within 10 minutes. However, uh, Madrid would uh, let Alaves back to the game with an equaliser from Gonzalo Escalante. Uh, Atletico Madrid were back in the lead, however, uh, after Suarez converted the pen roll by Matis Kuna. And Joao Felix and Suarez both scored later in the second half to get the win. So, a brace with Felix and a brace with Suarez. Uh, yeah, pretty standard win for Atletico Madrid. Uh, Levante got a shock tuna win over Villarreal. Athletic uh, Club beat Elche 2-1. Um, Real Betis trust uh, Osasuna 4-1. And Real Sociedad beat Espanyol 1-0. So, uh, after the results, uh, Barcelona up to second, as I said before. Uh, Real Madrid are still about 52 points ahead of them, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they better keep away with it now. What's also big, though, is Atletico Madrid also now in third, now, uh, now in third, to be on fourth. However, all three teams had 57 points, which you I would go, ooh, but like they're all in Champions League spot anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, yeah. Sevilla, Sevilla um, kind of throwing it, though. Like, they, they were pretty comfortably in second. Though, like, they were, yes, but they're not really... Uh, I guess making a title challenge. They probably have, they just have to be wide now, not drop into the Europa League spots. That's their yeah. biggest concern now. Uh, Real Betis, Real Sociedad, the two Royals, uh, both occupy the other two spots uh, below. Uh, Villarreal and Athletic Club will play next week. That's the only game I really know from next week. So yeah, that's the Liga. So finally, we will go on to Serie A, uh, where in the title race, or sort of the title race, Juventus uh, lost one nil to Inter. So Inter put an end to Juve's brilliant run of form. Uh, Juve dominated the game, but couldn't find a way past Samir Handanovic, who made, uh, had a decent game, played well. Uh, Inter won the game because of a Hakan Chalalolo penalty, which came after Alvaro Morata tripped up Denzel Dumfries in the box. Uh, Inter remained three points behind Napoli, although they do have a game in hand, so that could be cut to zero points. Well, obviously cut to zero points if they win. And I think Inter have a better goal difference as well. Mm-hmm. So they'll go above... Uh, fourth place Juventus sit four points now off Inter and obviously could be seven if Inter win their game in hand uh, Milan actually lost ground in the title race after drawing 0-0 at home to Bologna despite dominating the game they had 33 shots and couldn't convert any mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty poor uh, I mean, Milan still got a clean sheet though so who's the real winner? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> clean sheets only uh, Atalanta they lost 3-1 to Napoli because uh, they're just collapsing. Apparently, they were in the top four for quite a while, and now they're in uh, they're in seventh. Uh, so anyway, Napoli keep up in the title race thanks to the uh, where am I? Atalanta. Yeah. Let's just start. Lorenzo Insigne gets scored a penalty. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they gave uh, the visitors the lead before Matteo Politano doubled the lead. Martin Darun have the deficit before Elif Elmas put the game to bed late on. So Napoli just one point off of Milan at the top, whereas Atalanta are seventh and only one point ahead of eighth place Fiorentina, which is, if they drop down to eighth, that'll just be a just mega collapse. Yeah. I think that's out of any European place as well. That is, that would be abysmal. That would be, that would be completely abysmal. And You'll hopefully it doesn't happen. Sad. I will, Cause... yeah, I am going to go to Atalanta and personally slap Gasparini for letting <laughs> this happen. <laughs> No, it's probably, it's probably not Gasparini's fault. No, it's too late, man. 
It's time to go. It's time to go. No, no, no. Not Jasper. No, I love Gasparini's. <laughs> I know he's amazing. I just... <laughs> I'm anyway, super Bobby. <laughs> Elsewhere in Serie A, Venezia's horrible run of form continued with a 1-0 defeat to Spezia. Roma and Lazio both picked up wins against Sampdoria and Sassuolo respectively. And Udinese were big winners, beating Cagliari 5-1 thanks to a Beto hat-trick. That is... Ooh, I think... That, yeah, so, that, yeah. Is, that is the podcast. Uh, thanks for uh, yeah. listening uh, to us ramble mainly about the World Cup groups. Um, next week, I suppose we'll talk about the Champions League, the other quarterfinal Champions League games by, which depending on when we record, might be all done. Uh, it depends because the, uh, the second legs are literally the week after. Yeah. So um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, the semifinals are later, later on this month than uh, the finals next, what's it, May? May, um, Maybe June, I don't know. No, it's late May. Yeah. Okay, late May. Uh, but yeah, that that's the podcast. Uh, yeah, thank thank you again for listening, and hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah.